Welcome to Booked Out Without Burnout. I'm Samantha Ziffring, your host, and this is the podcast where you learn the strategies and mindsets for building a successful, fully booked business without sacrificing your real life or burning out. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to another episode of the podcast, Booked Out Without Burnout. I am here doing a solo episode. This is weird. (laughs) Lately, I've been recording so many episodes with guests. I've gotten so used to seeing someone else on Zoom and no one else is here. I'm on GarageBand. I'm recording, just talking to myself. And I wanted to do this episode solo. This is a topic that is like a little sneak peek into the brand new course that is part of the Booked Out Without Burnout membership that is coming very soon. Check out the show notes for some details. We will make sure to have the latest information there for you on when you can join and how to get more info. Let's talk about discovery calls. So for this episode, I specifically want to talk about booking more discovery calls and how to do that. Because as we think about signing clients for your business, getting yourself booked out without burnout, getting yourself booked out with clients... Signing clients is an important part. And for a lot of you, your sales process is going to include a discovery call or some kind of sales conversation. So in this, I want to talk really loosely about the idea of a discovery call. This doesn't have to be a Zoom call. This doesn't have to be even a phone call. This can be something in person. This can be something in your DMs. This can be something that you are doing through voice message or so many different things. But having some kind of a conversation with somebody who's thinking about hiring you is something that I highly recommend. It's, I think, a lot more difficult to sell someone into a higher ticket, done-for-you type service without having any conversation about it. And why would we do something that is harder, right? Why? But sometimes there can be this huge question of how do I get these calls booked? This is really that first step. So I wanted to give you some insight into this and some tips on how to actually do this. So first thing that I want to say is that discovery calls, sales calls, consult calls are different than networking calls, coffee chats, that kind of thing. I think this is a really important thing to say here that you are not like trying to sneak people into a sales conversation under the guise of a networking conversation. There are people who do this and I don't want any of the people who follow me and listen to me to be doing this. If you want to have a sales conversation with someone, a conversation where you're talking about if it's a good fit to work together, the person needs to know that that's the kind of conversation you're having up front. I don't want to see or hear about 
a market research call that actually is just a consult call or a coffee chat that turns into a pitch, right? Sometimes you're going to be on some of those kinds of conversations and it may turn in that direction because the potential client wants it to. So, hey, if somebody asks you, how do I work with you? By all means, tell them. Don't feel like you have to say, actually, this is a coffee chat and I'm not allowed to say. (laughs) We don't want to be weird, right? Like you can be normal, but what I'm talking about is like a bait and switch kind of situation. Please don't. And you don't have to. Okay, so we've established what the discovery call is. And the discovery call's purpose is figuring out if you're a good fit to work together. That's what it's all about. This time is for that other person to learn more about you and what you do and how you can help them and get their questions answered and help them decide if this is a good fit. It's also for you to interview this potential new client and figure out if you want to work with them. This is a mutual thing. You're both kind of checking out the other person to see, is this a good fit? So going into this conversation, I want you to have this mentality instead of the mentality of the purpose of this call is to try to get a yes, because that is going to make you be weird on these calls. And we don't want to be weird. We want to be normal. We want to be just like a regular human having a regular human conversation. Imagine this, imagine you have a friend or a client or a family member who's making a big decision about, do I want to, I don't know, go to college right now or get this degree or do this certification or whatever, right? A big decision that someone's making. Think about how you would show up and talk to them about it. Think about the questions you would ask and how you would be. You wouldn't be a weirdo. You wouldn't be trying to get them to say yes. Most likely you wouldn't be, I don't know, just like saying weird stuff. You would just be listening and asking really good questions and helping them to understand what's in their own mind and help them to uncover what they really want. So that is what you want to do on the discovery call. And it's really important for you to know the purpose of this call before we are even talking about how to book this call. Because what you think this call is all about actually really impacts the way that you invite people and if you invite people at all to one of these calls with you. There is a concept that I teach in the new membership called lenses. And essentially your lens, if you think about having a pair of glasses on or a lens on a camera or like a filter on your iPhone camera, the lens is just the meaning that you bring. It's the meaning that you bring to anything. And this is like, how you interpret things, right? This is your filter, that kind of thing. So this impacts the way that you respond to certain situations. It impacts how you show up. And that's why it really matters the way that you are thinking about the discovery call, what you think the purpose of the discovery call is. So here are some examples of some different lenses that you could have 
as you are coming into inviting people to get on a discovery call. So that first one is what we already talked about. What's the purpose of this call? If you're thinking the purpose of this call is to try to convince this person to buy something that they don't want, (laughs) then you're going to have a hard time inviting them onto the call. Most likely most of you probably, if not all of you would be very uncomfortable setting yourself up for a situation where you're trying to convince somebody to give you money for something they don't want. A lot of you have that thought about your business and that's for sure something we want to work on, right? What's really going on when you're getting on this call or when you're inviting somebody to this call is you are inviting somebody into a conversation to figure out if it's a good fit for them. You're inviting them into a conversation to talk about something that they want. Mind blown, right? (laughs) People want the thing that you offer. People want your product. They want your service. And because of that, they want the call with you to figure out if you're the right person, if your service is the right service for them, if it's a good personality fit, if now is the right time, they want that call. I want that to really sink in for all of you because it's so easy to believe people don't want what we offer and that they don't want to get on a call with us when these things are not true. So really let yourself see that people want this. Along those same lines, this is not just about you and your goals. This call is not about you achieving your goals or you signing a client. I think the most powerful thing that you can do in your business is to continually remind yourself to put yourself in the other person's shoes. So when we think about this call, If we're going to show up with the lens about this call is all about me and me achieving my goals and me signing a client, think about how you show up in a call when you're me, me, me focused. Now think about this. This call is all about them and what they want, what's going to serve them. Imagine how you show up to that call. You're very present with them. You're very curious about them. You're hyper-focused on figuring out what they want and if what you offer is a match for that. And you're not all in your own mind about what you want out of the call. This is probably the most important shift that you can make. And it really impacts, again, making that invitation. You also want to think about Am I ready for a call? Think about this, inviting somebody to something when you're not ready for it. This happened to me recently. My husband and I were driving back from the mountains. We had a child-free weekend up there. It was amazing. And on the drive, he was like, how about we invite family over tonight for dinner? And I was like, our house is too messy for guests. I just like, I'm not comfortable with that. I just know like I'm not comfortable with that. And because we're driving right now, I can't start cleaning right now. And like, it is my nightmare. And I know a lot of you can relate to this, right? I was just like, no, I'm not ready for guests. I'm not going to issue an invitation for guests. 
when I know that I'm not ready and like not able to be getting ready right now. Just like it was a hard no for me. And this happens below the surface in ourselves as well. If we're feeling really ill-equipped to have a sales conversation with somebody, if we're feeling really shaky about our sales process or our product or that kind of thing, it can feel really intimidating to want to invite somebody onto the call if we don't really want to do the call right now. So you want to make sure that you're really ready for that. Similarly, you want to make sure you're actually ready for a client. This is so common among my clients when I'm coaching someone and they haven't signed a client in a while and they're like, I don't know what happened. Now I'm in this dry spell. What's going on? So much of the time, what we discover is that they don't actually want another client right now. So either they are starting to get booked out and they're feeling like they don't have a lot of space for clients to come in and they're feeling a little overwhelmed about the idea of taking on more work, of course, they're not going to invite new clients in if they don't have space to work with them. What can also happen is if you've worked with a client or clients recently and things have been a little rough or bumpy and you're feeling maybe a little insecure about your ability to help people or if they're going to like it or if it's going to really work well for them, of course you don't want to go sign clients then when you're doubtful about if it's going to be good for them. So you really want to be curious about this as well. Am I ready for a client? Like truly. Of course, on the surface level, you're like, yeah, I'm ready to make money. I'm ready for a client. But I want you to really think like, am I truly ready for a client? Like, am I, is there any reason I wouldn't want to have a client right now? Another piece of this, and this is something that I have a whole video training on in the membership course is are you like physically ready for a client as far as having a sales and onboarding process? Like if somebody says yes to you, is it going to be a scramble to figure out your next steps? Because that is going to slow you down from getting people booking calls. You want to make sure that everything is ready for when you do have a call and someone says yes. You want to get all of those pieces into place. And in that video training, in the course, I walk you through what actually are all of those pieces and what are the technology platforms and all of that that you need for each step. Last thing, as far as lenses, is checking in on just how you feel about selling in general or making money in general and really knowing that it's okay for you to sell and it's okay for you to make money. Again, when you're thinking about inviting someone to book a discovery call, if you're feeling like selling is terrible and that you shouldn't be making money, you're not going to be doing a good invitation to the call. That's going to impact the way that you invite people to the call. So you want to be really conscious of that. So you have these lenses, right? You want to check in with yourself around your lenses regarding selling clients, discovery calls, and that is going to impact the response that you have. So I want to talk a little bit about some responses that you want to have, some approaches that you want to have 
tangibly to get more discovery calls booked. Like what are the things that you actually need to say or do to do a really great compelling invitation that's actually going to get people starting conversations with you or booking calls with you. The first thing is that you want to be inviting. I've intentionally used the word invite, inviting, invitation throughout this podcast already because I really want you to see that this is an invitation that you're making. And something about using the word invitation instead of offer or similar things to that, I think is really helpful because all of you have invited someone to something before. You just have, we all have. We started doing it when we were kids and we invited friends over for sleepovers or playdates without asking our parents first. And then we just tell our parents, so-and-so is coming over. Or so-and-so invited me to their house. So you know how to do this. You know how to invite someone. It doesn't have to be magic words. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be a genuine invitation from you. Another thing is you want to be really direct and clear. You want to be explicit about this. Something that I see so much when people are making an invitation is that they will say something like, let's chat. And there's nothing wrong with let's chat, but it's not direct or clear. And I think that we could definitely do better than that. I think even saying something like, if you are interested, click this button and schedule a call. Or if you want to know more, click here or whatever, right? Like, like I'm saying, there's no magic words. These are clearly not perfect invitations, but we have to start somewhere, right? And just having a direct and clear, like, here's how to know if this next step is for you. And here's what the next step is. I think that is such a good place to start with this. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be anything other than just your natural invitation to someone that you have double checked is super direct and super clear. So I want you now to do a little brainstorm. And this is going to be the exercise that I'll leave you with today If you are somebody who's like, yes, I want to have discovery calls this week. First, I want you to carve out time this week and next, even just like a couple hours, doesn't have to be tons of time, that you could have calls. Make space to have discovery calls or, you know, discovery conversations in the DMs, right? We don't have to be super rigid about this, but carve out some time for sales conversations, and then brainstorm all the ways that you could book a call today. What are all the things that you could potentially do? Good ideas, bad ideas, really weird ideas. Like I just love letting our brains put all of the bad and strange ideas that we would never do, put them on the list, And you'll come back to them when you're evaluating the list, but we're just going to start off doing the brain dump. I think so many people 
when they start brainstorming, they come up with one idea and then they will basically write a huge list or say a huge list or think a huge list of reasons why that won't work. This defeats the purpose. You want to do your brainstorming in two separate phases. You want to have the phase of just like every idea gets written down and it's just a fountain of ideas. And then you have the phase of, I'm going to evaluate the ideas. So know that nothing you write down is going to be something you have to do. You're just going to get every idea out of your mind that you possibly can. So I would encourage you to put some weird stuff on there. Things like I could go door to door in my neighborhood and invite every single neighbor to a discovery call. I could walk around Target and approach strangers and invite them to a discovery call. Now, both of these things make my skin crawl. I would never do these things, but you know what? They were in my mind, so they're making it on the list. (laughs) But then from there, maybe you have some other ideas. Things like if you have an email list, send an email to your list with an invitation to book a call today. You could literally even tell them, this is the spot I have available, right? And book that call. You could go live on a social media platform, teach some amazing concept or just something interesting or something that came up in conversation recently with a client, and then make an invitation. You could personally reach out with an invitation to somebody who has expressed interest. Most likely you have been in a conversation with someone where they've heard what you do and been like, oh, I need that. Or, oh, I know someone who needs that. And then you didn't follow up on it. You could do that following up on it today. So these are the types of things, right? I want you to continue brainstorming. I've given you five to start with two definitely bad ones and three maybes. So I want you to keep going with these ideas. Keep brainstorming as many as you possibly can. And then you can start actually doing those things. Here's the deal. You're going to make way more invitations than you're actually going to have calls. And then you're going to do way more calls than you're actually going to get clients from. That's just how it works. It is a numbers game. It reminds me so much of basketball. If you listen to my old podcast, you know, last winter, my son started playing basketball and I became obsessed and it's only spiraled even more out of control this year. Like you would not believe. But the thing that still shocks me every time I'm watching an NBA game is how much they miss. Like, seriously, people that you're like, I've heard this name before. This is one of the best basketball players in the world right now. And then they go to shoot and guess what? They don't make it. It bounces off. It misses. It's shocking. These people get paid multi-millions and they don't make it in every time. It's shocking, but it's true. And that is going to happen with your invitations. So you have to be ready for it. You cannot like issue an invitation and have no one book and then go pout for a week feeling like no one wants what you offer. I want you in that moment to literally imagine a basketball player who makes $30 million or whatever, they miss and then they just drop their head and shoulders 
and shuffle over to the bench and sit down and sit out. They would never do that, right? And like, of course, there's no shame in being discouraged. That happens to all of us when we get a no. It feels bad to all of us. Yes, even me, even with a lot of experience hearing no, a no still feels bad to me. Not getting any response still feels bad to me, right? Yes, I'm a human. So it's okay that you feel that, but you also don't want it to have you leaving the game. So just know that that's going to be part of it. You're going to make way more invitations than you're going to book calls. And that's okay. That's part of the process. And hopefully it encourages you to be making a lot more invitations. All right. I will talk to you all next week. Hey friend, the episode is over, but the fun is not. You actually can come over to Facebook and connect with me and connect with thousands of other incredible business owners. Come join me in my free Facebook community called Online Business Building Women. If you just type that in to search on Facebook, my group will pop up, request to join and come hang out with us. I also have a big favor to ask, and I would appreciate it so much if you would both subscribe to the podcast in whatever podcast app you are listening in right now, and also leave me a review. When you rate and review, it really helps other people to find my podcast. It helps them to know that it's a good fit for them, and I'm going to be honest, it totally makes my day when I see your reviews come in. So I would appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. I will talk to you all next time.